You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome back onto yet another edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. We've got Shona Hendricks with us once again. My name is Brad Brown, and a great question that was posted in our forums from Jennifer. Uh, Shona, nice to have you on, and it's a question that a lot of people struggle with. It's it's an embarrassing one, and uh, kudos to Jennifer for asking it. Jennifer wants to know, is it normal to leak some urine while you're running? I know a lot of people struggle with it. Uh, you've done a lot of research around this. Why don't you, why don't you tell us your thoughts? Yeah, thanks, Brad, and, and thanks, Jennifer, for that question because uh, it is exactly that. It's something that we have to start talking about. We don't talk about it enough, and when we do start talking about it, you'll find that there are a lot of other people who do struggle with this, uh, and it does tend to become an issue. Obviously, for people postnatal, uh, there are some concerns around it, and then definitely through menopause, there's a lot of changes that is happening from a um, – a hormonal perspective that affects our tendons and, and everything within the pelvic floor. Okay. And so it is, it is a common, uh, it is a common issue, but I don't, uh, it's not normal. Let me put it that way. I think it's something that we should talk about, but it shouldn't be considered something that's normal. My first sort of go to advice would always be to go and see a pelvic floor specialist therapy, uh, therapist, someone who focuses on women's health. Because while I can give you some general kind of advice via a podcast or via the forum, uh, there's so many different aspects that can affect the pelvic floor and, and what is going on from an incontinence point of view. Because very often people go, oh, well, if, there's, if there is incontinence or a little bit of, of le- urine leakage, that that is down to a weak pelvic floor. And it can be the case that your pelvic floor is, is weak and that's what's happening. But it can also be a case, and very often because it's a similar sort of thing with think about when you get uh, a piriformis issue, um, what has happening there is that the piriformis is weak, but it's also really, really tight. And so we have to be able to loosen the, that muscle and then make it stronger. And the same thing is going on within the pelvic floor. So if you just suddenly start doing a whole bunch of Kegel exercises, you're actually going to be doing more harm because you're tightening up those muscles as opposed to making them stronger and looser. The other thing we need to work on or realize is that the pelvic floor doesn't work in isolation. It, 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 it forms part of the core. And the core isn't just the six-pack in front of you. The core is essentially the entire muscular structure and stability around the spine. And the pelvic floor works as an agonist antagonist to your diaphragm, essentially. And so every time your diaphragm expands for you to take uh, air in, the pelvic floor relaxes and then the vice versa happens and it creates a pressure system within the core and that's essentially how it contracts. And so you really do need to see a specialist to find out you know where the issue necessarily is lying and so that we can fix it from there of course there's um, a lot of um, strength exercises and and different things that we can do to help you through that uh, all of which you know isn't very easy to explain over a podcast but I mean if, if, if we can do this as an example now while you're listening to this podcast if you sort of they always say just you know squeeze your glutes together that that is you then essentially contracting your pelvic floor but it isn't as easy as that you almost want to imagine a zip going from the front of your body all the way to the back and that is how you are then contracting your pelvic floor in the right sort of way so it's not just a matter of contracting and relaxing it's got a lot to do with 
contracting the right muscles at the right time and also not sort of uh, making them too tight. And so, yeah, we have to find a way. And and the therapists have very good techniques in terms of helping loosen those structures up and getting them to work and fire at the right times. So, yeah, it definitely is something that you can look at. It is not normal. It is that sounds bad. It, it, it happens to everyone, but it shouldn't be a norm or normality. We can definitely help females have a better quality of life um, and enjoy training. And I know for it's not just runners. I know that it's very, very common in, in female cyclists as well. Um, and so, yeah, this is something that we can give a lot of attention to. Yeah, and, and it is something that we're going to be doing a bit more work around. So we will be putting a YouTube video together. So please head over to YouTube. Ch- uh, just search for Coach Parry. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because there is a video in the pipeline that's coming. That actually demonstrate some of the exercises that you can do as well. And Shona, I just want to say as well, asking questions like this within our forum, we try and make that, that space as safe as possible. And, and it takes bravery to ask these sorts of questions, especially if you think you, you, you're you the only one who's struggling with it. So kudos to Jennifer for asking this. But also, I just want to say that we've pretty much heard all the questions. Like, it doesn't matter how bad you're feeling about it. If you are shy and you don't want to ask the question in the forum, feel free to pop us an email at support at coachparry.com. We've got an anonymous account that we we like using these questions as learning opportunities because chances are you're not alone. Someone else is going through this as well. So we'll post it anonymously in the forum. The coaches will be able to answer the question in the forum so you get the help you need, but we also use it to help other people as well. So uh, if you are sitting in that situation where you have a question and you're going, oh, I'm not too comfortable asking this, in a, even though it is a closed environment in, in front of our, our other runners on the platform, feel free. Support at coachparry.com. We'll pop that into the, into the, the forum for you anonymously and we'll get you the help that you need we don't want you suffering in silence so uh yeah please do feel free to to reach out shona as always uh great having you on and we look forward to to chatting again next time yeah thanks brad Brad here again. Before I go, if you're peri or postmenopausal, then join sports scientist and head of the female athlete program here at coachparry.com, Shona Hendricks, in our upcoming Running Through Menopause Masterclass. If you'd like to recover from sessions quicker, not feel fatigued or tired all the time, run pain and injury free, improve your endurance, and of course, run faster to and through menopause, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash menopause or simply click on the link in your podcast player now.